Hi, my name is Jonathan, and this is Relatable. Today, I'm having a conversation with my good friend Rachel. Hello, darlings. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, this is a little awkward. Um, it, you're my first guest on the show. So, um... Mazel tov! Um, so, like I told you on the phone, um, one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you is because I feel like you and I have a weird, fun relationship, and... The weirdest. The weirdest. It's like, I don't know, I can tell you anything and just not feel judged, um, and I feel like the same thing for you. Like, we just, <laughs> like, there's no, there's no boundaries, it's just like, oh, we're both kind of crazy and, like... Psychotic. Yeah. Okay. But, like, the, the fact that, like, the connection that we have happened so quickly, and, like, we, yeah, we live together, but... I don't know. It we was met just... through a Craigslist killer. Yeah. Do you want to... I'll let you tell that story. <laughs> long story short. Short story long. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All of it. All of it. Um, so I was living in New York and I was working for a magazine and it was 100% Devil Wears Prada to a T <laughs> and it was one of the worst winters I think New York had had in such a long time, and I just couldn't do it anymore. I'm from the Northeast, and I just didn't want to deal with snow and slush and rain and cold weather and seasonal depression and public transportation, (laughs) so I was ready to move, and I always wanted to live in California, so I kind of just on a whim, bought a plane ticket and figured stuff out with my parents and they were really supportive and I came out here and had no plan and was living in my car at a time and found John through a Craigslist killer ad and we lived together. It wasn't my ad though. And you just have to like, (laughs) it wasn't my ad. Preface, it was somebody else's ad And they were renting out their room, and John was going to be my roommate. And I had no knowledge of this. No knowledge. The weirdest situation. (laughs) I went home for vacation and came back, and my roommate's stuff was gone. And was like, "Um, where'd you go? (laughs) And I get a response like, oh, I moved back home. By the way, some random girl's going to come move in. That I met on Craigslist. And you weren't even the first one. You were the second one. The, the first girl was... Well. First is the worst. Second is the best. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. So we met through a very random situation. And we lived together for... How long? Like a month and a half. It, it, what, when did you move in here? Because... I think I moved in in July... So July, August, and then September. So like two and a half months. Okay. Because then we moved out by... Like immediately. Yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of my whole shebang out here. And I have been here for almost six years. Yeah. Crazy. And then when was it that like, where were we going or what were we doing where I was like, this might sound weird. But I feel like we're gonna be really good friends for a really long time. And I didn't I I literally <laughs> did not even know you that well. I honestly think it was two weeks into being roommates. We were in the car. <laughs> I know exactly like the stoplight that we were at. <laughs> and you just looked over at me. I thought you potentially were gonna like pull a knife and kill me. And you were like I know this is gonna sound really weird, but I know we haven't known each other for a long time, but I feel like we're going to be friends for a really long time. And ta-da! And ta-da! Here we are, like, years <laughs> later. Um, yeah, so I, I always think it's funny, like, when you tell that story, because I remember, like, driving around and then, like, telling you that, but at the same time, in the back of my head being like, oh, my God, what if she thinks that, like, I'm not... A I'm not No. Like, I always have friends who are girls who are dating a guy who are like, are you sure he's gay? Like, are you sure? Like, what if, he, what if what if he's really, he's just telling you that to, like, 
move in with him or whatever. Like I, one of one of my current roommates' boyfriends used to be like, "Are you are you sure he's gay?" And I'm like, no, I, "I'm gay." One hundred percent. Like I, like I, I I felt in the back of my head. I was like, "I wonder if she's gonna think that like I'm telling her that I love her and like I want to be with her." And <laughs> and this is like two months after knowing this this person. But I I am honestly princess queen gay. <laughs> Um, I feel like I am a gay man trapped in a woman's body. So I've always had amazing relationships with gay guys. And my whole life growing up in high school, I went to all of my school dances with my gay friends. I honestly think some of the guys I've dated have also been gay uh, maybe before I knew, I don't, I don't know, but I, I love gay guys and I think it's just, I feel the most comfortable with them so I can be open and be myself. Mm-hmm. So I automatically knew that we would be friends for a long time. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so let's see, let's talk about, okay, so that's our relationship. Um, hmm. Hmm. Do you want, let's talk about dating apps. Okay. So, I've, I have, I mean, obviously been on my fair share of dating apps and Grindr and Scruff and mm-hmm. all the gay dating apps, which I feel like that's where they started. I feel yeah. like before Tinder, before Hinge, before it was the like, gay apps. It was the it was it was Grinder. It was the gaps. It was the gay apps. It, like, it was the gaps. <laughs> it, it was it was Grinder really like at the forefront, being like, you know, here's another way to connect with someone that also relates to you. And and the cool thing about Grinder is, I remember when I first got it, it was in college. And, like, I think the closest person away from me was, like, 21 miles away. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I hate you, Missouri. Go away. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, like, I mean, you're young. I was young. And then it's, like, not a lot of people had, like, iPhones as many as, definitely not as many people as as they do today. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, everywhere. Now when you get on Grindr in L.A., 8,000 people near you right next think, to you. I think the furthest person away from me is like less, than, ha- yeah, less than half a mile away, which is crazy because yeah. when I still go to Missouri and I like look and see like people there, the closest person's like a mile away, two miles, but like there's still not a lot of people on it. Yeah. I think now there's more people on like Tinder and... Okay, Cupid and like things like that, but okay, like all of the apps now, I feel like it it just leads you into straight judgment of someone oh, that you 100%. don't know. Oh, one hundred percent. Which I it is horrible it's because you don't make a human horrible. connection with these people. It's also not organic, which is yeah. not what I'm looking for. But you yeah. can't meet people organically anymore because no one does that it's just if you're not on an app you're never gonna meet anyone yeah it's it's so strange though because like (laughs) i mean like there's there are like i don't think but i at the same time i don't know i don't have the um i don't i have the motivation i just don't have the balls i guess to actually like go to a bar alone and like look for people to meet but at the same time like I don't go to bars all the time so I don't want to meet people who frequent bars all the time like exactly I like doing nerdy things and playing video games and playing board games and like you're not finding people doing that I'm not finding people I can't (laughs) find people sitting at my house playing board games by myself like yeah there's that one place in Glendale where you can like go and like sit there and play board games but like who's gonna come up to the single guy there playing a four-player game by himself like that's so awkward that's that's weird (laughs) that's weird (laughs) like like meeting people today is completely different i feel like than yeah meeting people when like my that are our parents age like they met like 
down, like, my parents met down the street from each other. Like, my grandma, my, both of my grandparents lived on the same street. And my parents, like, knew each other growing up. We lived on that street when we grew up. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to walk down my street and find someone to, to that's awkward. And you wouldn't want yeah, and I wouldn't, to find and I wouldn't someone that to. way. Like, it's completely different. Let's see. I've dated someone on an app before. And it obviously didn't work out. That was the one that lied, and <laughs> he was a psychopath. He was a, he was, he was a sociopath. Yeah, um, clearly. Yeah. Um, Most people, I feel like, through these apps, you learn are much more complicated and much more psychotic than you would think if you would have just met them naturally. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also don't think that meeting someone... Well, meeting someone in an app, first of all, how many photos do you do you take before you, you actually use that photo for your dating app? About 100. Yeah. Then you put a filter on it. So it doesn't even really look like you. So it like doesn't you. even really look like you. <laughs> and you have the best lighting and... All of your profile is a little bit fibbed to make you sound cooler than you really are. Yeah. And then even talking to these people in these apps, I, I feel like since there's not an actual human in front of us, we're not, we're, it's easier for us to lie. To pretend. And to pretend of like, this is what I want to be like instead of really this is who I am. Because I feel like when those people actually meet you... And they're like, oh, you do this. Oh, you do this. Like You judge them more critically on the first date because everyone is just trying to be someone that they're not. Exactly. Which is why I never in a million years wanted to be on any app, on any online social media platform ever to find someone. And in this day and age, unfortunately, I just wasn't meeting good people organically. So at a certain point, you get to, it's either do something out of the ordinary to try or continue to be alone and date people that aren't the best fit for you. So I started and I mean, it's... (laughs) challenging I would say but my parents met through a blind date my sister met her husband when she was in the Peace Corps and I always put this pressure on myself that I want something different than what is the norm now and it's just not realistic in this day and age but it's also not realistic in Los Angeles yeah and where we live I mean, everyone is so superficial and yeah. fake and flaky and... Well, I wouldn't say everyone. A lot of people. A lot, a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. Okay. I, you can't obviously say, like, everyone is fake in L.A. No. Because... Because well, I have real friends that yeah. I enjoy and like, so otherwise I would just be friends with people I yeah. didn't like, so... Yeah, true. <laughs> but then also, like... We know Terry and Tara. Yeah. Who met on Tinder mm-hmm. and have been together for three years. Yeah, it's totally possible. So, so it's like needle in a haystack. Tara comes out of nowhere, hates all of social media. Yeah. And then Tinder for like a month and then boyfriend relationship three years mm-hmm. and still going. And I'm like, I hate you. Because like... <laughs> Because I can't find that. But at the same time, like, I don't really think I want that. Yeah, you're looking for your own norm. And for you, it's just a lot more difficult. Yeah. And I think the same for myself. That either what I'm looking for is too needle in a haystacky or it's just not realistic and it's impossible. But I don't feel bad about that either. No. Like, I know what I want and I know... I, and I don't feel bad about that. Like, right now, if I was to date someone, I th- 
in my gut, the only reason I would want to date them is because I would want my rent to go down. <laughs> I know that's horrible to say, but like... It's partly true, though, it's for you. Like, so. like, I want to buy a house in L.A. or outside of L.A. or whatever. And being able to... Not not just, like, not like a one-bedroom house. Like, or have like a, a nice... Yeah, day. I want to have, like, a three-bedroom house and, like, live with someone so they can cover half of the rent. Like, that's literally why... But there's other people I'm, like that. I mean, yeah. people are looking for tons of different things, and that's why, you yeah. know... It might be easier for some people who have different standards or... Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the good things is, you know, I'm starting off this podcast at, like, knowing, okay, one, you, (laughs) and then, which is, you know, I feel like, not like that you're on one end of the spectrum, but you you have a good, like, handle on what you want and where you are in life and, you know, when you want to settle down or whatever. And I feel like, on the other hand, I know a bunch of people, like, I was talking to a friend today who I was like, you guys are married, and, like, I feel like you would have a really good story to tell. Like, they're really fun, and, like, have kids that are also really fun, and they all they all have, like, just a really good attitude, and they all have, like, fam- like not, like, family game night, but, like, I go over to their house for, like video games or like board they have board games night and it's not just like four people like it has yeah. been at my house they have like lots of friends over <laughs> to like play games and like I'm like that's cute I'm like they are they're like really you see that I'm like damn they're like they're good if if I had something that I would want it to be like that good like you know like that those people that you are jealous of because yeah. you want what they have yeah, yeah. but I mean I don't feel like I'm ready for that right now. Like, if I met someone tomorrow and they were like, oh, well, like, definitely not ready for that <laughs> at all. At all. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a commitment folk. Like, it's... It's really funny. So I just went home and <laughs> everyone in my family rides me about, like, what are you doing? What's going on? Are you dating anyone? And it's the same story <laughs> over and over. Like, no, no, no. And my mom is so adamant about me finding someone. She's just so afraid that I'm going to be alone and like a cat (laughs) lady or like, I don't know. And she decided to start looking on my phone and go through my my dating apps. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I'm like very open with my mom and I don't care if she sees stuff and I like to talk to her about that stuff because I admire my parents and I'm looking for what they have. Mm -hmm. They've been together for almost 40 years and they have what I want. And it's just like very difficult in this generation to find that. So we were looking through and she's hysterical. She's just like, no, no, hell no. Oh my God, what is this? Why are they posting this? And it was really the first time my mom agreed with me that she's like, okay, I get it. It's really difficult. Yeah. And I know what you're going through now. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be less pressuring you to just go on dates and whatever. Because she's yeah. like, you at least have standards. Yeah. And what I'm looking for is, like I said before, like really needle in a haystacky because I have so many things that I want in my future mm-hmm. that you have to be able to see that in people. And I just haven't been finding yeah. those traits. Yeah. So it's just really funny because my sister is like, when are you going to start having kids? Like my niece is going to be 10 this year. I mean, they're so old. It's crazy. Like I was a teen aunt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like going to be 30 in a couple of years and I have no prospect of anything. And this year is the first year I've honestly been kind of open to the prospect of kind of finding someone. Like whereas 2016 was or like going into 2017? Going into 2017 because I just recently got a new job. I'm so happy. I love it. It's 
honestly my dream job of the moment. And I work with such great people and I'm so happy that I think because for such a long time I wasn't in the right place, I wasn't ready to kind of be with someone. Mm -hmm. And now since that is all working, it's not a worry worry anymore. Like I love my professional life. Mm -hmm. So now I can be more open to finding a better personal life maybe. It it makes sense. Like you don't want to go into something and have all of your world be, like, in shambles and unsettled. And yeah. you're, like, you don't want to date someone if, like, you don't feel good about your body or your work or whatever. Yeah, you, no. If you have, like, okay, this is a good place where I am. Now let's see what I can move on, on to next. That's, I mean, yeah. that makes total sense. So I'm putting it out in the universe that this year it's I'm going to be way more open to new experiences. <laughs> okay. And, a new thing, so who knows? We'll see what happens, but... Well, you're a fun personality anyway. I would, I mean, I feel like new experiences for you are, like, come and go, like, daily. Like, oh, I feel like... Summering in the beach summering. of Barcelona. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, like, the other day, you just went to um, the garden place. Descanso and Gardens. I, yeah, yeah, and I kept seeing that on, on like... Facebook like those yeah. ads and I'm like I need to go to there like yeah. <laughs> I'm like I knew Tara would go yeah but also like she works all the time so I can't just like call her up and be like oh, let's go yeah but like is it's not over yet like right it's still going on like I feel like that was like an like a it's over tomorrow <gasps> so like so I have to go like either tonight or tomorrow <laughs> okay okay get on that yeah I need I'm going chop, to, chop. like tonight if I'm going to be like, Tara, I'm going tonight. And if you can't go, bah. Like, bah, Felice. Call out of work. I don't care. Um, okay. Yeah. So how long was your longest relationship? And what did, how many, well, one, how many relationships have you been in? And what was like the main thing that you learned afterwards? In all of them? In, in all of them. Because I okay. feel like. In every relationship that we go through, even whether it's friends, whether it's family or whatever, anytime there's like, I don't know, like an end of a relationship, I feel like that's usually a big point where not necessarily something bad happens, but you learn and grow from it. You're like, oh, this is clearly not what I wanted. Yeah. This is how I felt at the good times and this is how I felt at the bad times. Like I learned I don't want... (laughs) This. <laughs> or, I, or, or like I learned like like these things were like the good things and I want to like add this to my profile of the perfect person or like yeah of course yeah um I would definitely say I've been in maybe handfuls of relationships um multiple handfuls or like a handful um like like I would like say serious two, I relationships would, I would say two handfuls of just you know dating and having fun um but a handful like one solo hand of more serious uh long-term relationships the longest would probably be about three years and in most of the relationships that I've been in it was always with people that I had like such an amazing chemistry with I might not necessarily have been interested in them um, other than our physical attraction or chemistry or whatever you want to call it, but other things grow from certain things. So Mm -hmm. you might not be fully into it in the beginning or you might be super interested in the beginning and then Mm -hmm. like realize you don't really like their personality or whatever, but I've always like loved all of the guys' personalities that I've been with because like I don't want to spend time with someone I don't like. Yeah. Like, that, whatever. So, the longest was three years. And in all of them, I learned a lot more about myself and about other issues and that I was, like, harboring on to. Just, like, certain things of, like, what I liked, what I didn't like. In college, I had a really interesting situation and some really janky stuff happened and looking back now I can laugh about it I still have like severe issues regarding that and 
like I don't necessarily know if that's ever going to fully go away, mm-hmm. but I learned a lot from that. And then as I got older, I was in another serious long-term relationship that was really weird and it's not the stereotypical like boyfriend girlfriend situation but it was interesting and it was a lot of fun and I'm still like semi friendly with him but it's a lot more of things that I could see of like what I liked about these people but then also to know what I'm looking for in my future and to see things that maybe they couldn't provide for me or be that person, you know, let's say in 10 years, if I were, God forbid, to get diagnosed with cancer or something, would they be by my side? Or is it just solely based on looks? Are you only with me because of how I look? Are you only with me because of my family? You know, like weird things like that, that it, you kind of see more the longer you're with someone. So, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of interesting situations. But like I said, this year, I'm really open to being more real and like actually looking for something more than what I have been. Okay. So. So I don't know if you've thought about this then. So in, let's say, 10 years. Yeah. Where do you see... Your career, okay. your family, you, would like, I guess, yeah, where, I mean, do you want to be living in L, like, is LA your, like, I'm staying here? Because I feel like a lot of people, I mean, I even think, like, I love LA, yeah. and I think about, uh, like, moving out a lot yeah. to, like, different places. I'm like, oh my god, I was just home in Missouri, and, like, it's beautiful. mortgage is, like, one dollar. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one dollar. It's less than the amount I pay for a bath, like half a bathroom and a bedroom. Yeah. Like, I can go have like a two bedroom, three bedroom house in Missouri for. You could own like a fortress yeah. over there. A huge... But I hate snow. Yeah. And I hate wet, like being wet and cold. Like I don't even like showers. Like I don't like rain. <laughs> like I snow. Like I don't like any of it. Like, I would think that like I could go to like. Las Vegas or something, but again, at the same time, like, that's another extreme. It's, like, really cold, (laughs) really hot, and then you have California, which is just really expensive. You literally pay for the weather. Yeah. So, like, is this the place you want to end up with your family? Like, do you want to build a family here? Like, what do you see yourself doing in 10 years Uh... in your life? I've thought a lot about it. It's really hard for me because when I was younger, I got sick. And I never really thought about my future. So I never really cared about stuff like that. Um, I don't ever want to move somewhere where it's cold (laughs) ever again. I always thought maybe Florida because I love humidity, and I'm the only person in the world who loves humidity. (laughs) I love it. I just, I feel so warm, and it makes my hair frizz like no other. It makes you soggy. Like, it's it's so gross. I'm like Monica in Friends when they go to, like, Bermuda or something. Like, her hair, like, gets so disgusting and huge. Like, that's me, but I love it. It's it's so so weird. I love it. But so I would consider maybe, like, Miami, um, maybe not necessarily L.A., but definitely, like, Orange County or... I can see some, in Orange County. Something along the lines like that. I don't ever want to move back to that life I had when I lived in winter and you have to put 30,000 layers on and then you get so hot and then you're sweating and then you're free. It, like, and I then hate. you have to go to the bathroom and you have to like peel everything you off. You have to peel everything off and you have to, you're slushy and you're wet and you're just like, ugh. I, ugh soggy. Like, soggy is a perfect <laughs> word. You're soggy. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be soggy, but I think definitely like career-wise, I would love a career that, lets me be bi-coastal because my whole family is on the east coast Mm -hmm. and 
they're never going to move out here. They all think the West Coast is crazy and, like, full of, like, nuts mm-hmm. and, you know, they would never come out here. <laughs> We're a little kooky out here. little kooky out here, which is fine, but I'm the kooky one in the family, so it works for me, <laughs> but <laughs> I love my family, and I didn't move here to get away from them because mm-hmm. I am obsessed with them all, and mm-hmm. I am literally looking for a life of what they all have in the land of, like, kooks and Looney mm-hmm. Tunes. So I would definitely love potentially, like, a condo or an apartment maybe in New York, and that way, you know, it's way easier for my family to come in from Connecticut or Boston Mm -hmm. or Pennsylvania. So that would be something that I would be interested in. I always wanted to find someone from the East Coast because you have a similar background and... You're just raised differently. Mm-hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with the way that people who are from the West Coast grew up. It's just completely different. Their concept of reality is very different. Like, anywhere else in the world, you're never going to go anywhere that it's, like, sunny every day. It's, like, nice. <laughs> I mean, there's a few days where it's, like, gross. This week. This, this week. Like, is uh, This actually, like, last two A couple weeks. days here and there were nice, but... It's just a different world out here, and I definitely want the most similarities in someone in my future for a partner because it makes for an easy life, and I don't know how bad that sounds, but I'm looking for the easiest life possible of, like, certain things. I, okay, I, don't, I don't... Expand on that. Like, what's easy? I want the easiest life in the sense and terms of similarities with someone because I feel like as you get older, things that are very different become bigger deals. And I know growing up, I've had a lot of mentors who were much older than me who have gone through bigger life events and they've told me tons of things that have really resonated and things about religion are a big deal about so like core values core, you want to be similar core values of just the basic things that yeah. i know and value because i i don't want it to be a constant struggle of like yeah th- those type of i mean i'm not no probably, no it may, it makes sense it's like Basically, you want someone who's ethical, the, the, who sees the same as you. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me, yes, similar. Like, I want them to be, like, agree with me on, like, big picture things. Like, if we did have kids yeah. and they wanted to raise them, like, religiously, like, I would have an opinion about that. I yeah. would feel that they would want the same, like, similar, like, I would yeah. want the similar opinion. But, like, little things, like, I find someone who is completely opposite than than I am more attractive because in daily conversations I would rather have someone who teaches me something new yeah or like just expands your knowledge on whatever it is whether it's music or movies or culture or whatever just like someone that you can talk about like I love Britney Spears would never date someone who loves Britney Spears. Too as much, much Britney. As I, as, as, <laughs> well, because, like, I think I was telling my friend Angel, I was like, what would happen is I would hear Britney news, and I would come up to them and be like, oh, my God, did you hear? And they'd be like, yep, I heard already. Calm down. And then... They wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. Like, I would rather have a 15-minute conversation about how much I value Britney Spears with someone who doesn't, doesn't. know or doesn't like her than have a 15-minute conversation with someone who was like, oh, my God, I love when Britney did this and this and this and this and this, and be like, cool, that's... I learned nothing from this conversation. (laughs) Like, there's no point. Like, I would rather have a debate with someone that, like, challenged me on, like, the little things, not, like, the big things. Yeah, I mean, easy in a sense of big-ticket items of, like... How you want to live your life, things that you both value that are important to you. I mean, if someone values, like, small living and very simple kind of way of life, and then you have someone who needs 
bigger things and more things and more materials and all of that. I mean, that's never going to work out the mm-hmm. way that you would hope because you're different. Yeah. And it, you know, there's some people who can deal with that. And I, I'm, I've been told I'm the least confrontational person <laughs> that all of my friends know. And they, they know me. And I just, I'm looking for something that I don't have to, like, fight about. I don't have to. It's just, it's there. It's yeah. known. It, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be ideal. But again, of course. Of course. But then again, That's it's not like, real life. It's, it's like, it's, it's just difficult. I mean, it could be real life. I have no idea. And I don't know if I'll be single forever or if that will eventually change or it's really hard it's hard for me too because I keep thinking all of these things and I've never truthfully had a successful relationship really so who am I to say like I know what I'm talking about because I don't um I mean my sister met her husband in Africa he's -hmm. from a third world country he is every sense of the word opposite of my sister and he is the most amazing human I've ever met I love him to pieces and he's totally different like even completely different than me and I like love their relationship they've been together for 10 years they have three awesome kids and I keep saying like I want something else but I'm like why? Yeah. <laughs> like, who Who do I know that's had a successful yeah. relationship that, like, everything is perfect? Like, yeah. nothing is perfect. Yeah. But I'm striving for perfection, yeah. which... Which is strange. And then people come to us for advice... Which makes no sense. ...in relationships, <laughs> and you're sense. like, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you, you see know? me attached to someone? Yeah. Because I'm clearly not in a relationship, but I don't know. I think it's just that unbiased opinion that... They just need to hear. I always wanted to be a therapist when I was younger. I love talking to strangers. I love getting to know random people's backgrounds because it's so intriguing. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of my friends just really like the fact that I let them talk and I just give them my outside opinion of how I see it. They don't have to agree with it, but it's more of a overall aspect I'm not giving it from my own personal opinion I'm not giving it from what I want them to hear or what I they think that they should hear it's more just like this is how it looks to an outsider and I think a lot of people just ask me stuff because they want that Mm -hmm. in the back of their mind however it makes no sense because (laughs) I'm always like I have never had successful relationships. I've always had interesting situations. I am great at giving advice, but not taking it. And so it really is very strange that why would (laughs) you want any help from me? But I think that's like the Virgo in us. Probably. Because people just come to us to like talk, yet... Because we're the perfectionist. Yeah, but at the same time, like perfectionist is scary because... That means that I feel like that's just a fear that we just say like, oh, you you being a perfectionist is like an excuse to never like I finish am a perfectionist. But but for me, I feel like I start a lot of things and I'm like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. I'm not going to finish it until it's perfect. And then I just don't end up finishing it. I finish so, things. Well. And everything is perfect. I guess but we're I do. a little more different than I thought. <laughs> No, but I mean I'm, I'm perfect. Yeah. But but I but but what I was saying is like Virgos I feel like also since I think I feel like it's easier for us to like take ourselves out of situations when we need advice. Yeah. Like we don't really go to people for advice. It's more of like Yeah, no. You deal with it internally. internally or even if someone's like what's wrong and you're like Nothing's wrong. I'm it's fine. about to be wrong because you don't leave me alone. Even though there is something I'm going on cut inside. <laughs> exactly. It's like there's something going on inside, but I'm handling it. Like I got this. Yeah. And if you do even go out to the like those people for advice, 
it's most of the time the way you phrase the questions. I know I do this. The way I phrase the questions or the way I phrase the information that I give this person, mm-hmm. it's because I want them to side with the answer that, I, <laughs> that I've already decided, but I just want to make sure yeah. that someone else also agrees. So you I'll, word I'll, it so, the way <laughs> you know they're going to agree with Exactly. This. And so when they agree, I'm like... See, I knew it. Like, I told you. I don't need to tell anyone else. I got this on my own. I know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> clearly in successful relationship right here. But. So successful. I feel like in like 10 years, for me, I feel like one of the things that I want to do is to be somewhere, to like be in a house wherever, in California, but, but to be able to invite my niece and nieces and nephews, nephew, out just to visit me without, like, my sister and brother. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be cool just to be like, hey, guys, come visit, like... The, f- the funkle. The, yeah, fun like, uncle. yeah, the fun uncle, like... The, the wait, the, the fun gunkle. Yeah, yeah, the, the fun gunkle. The fagunkle. Fagunkle. Fun gay uncle. But, the fagunkle. But, but I feel like it'd be cool to, like... <laughs> like, my... I mean, obviously, Nico's only two now, in 10 years, he'd be 12, I think. It's old enough to go. Yeah, but I think Charisma's, like, 11. So she'd she's be, like... She's going to be, like, 30. She's, yeah. She'll be, like, yeah, 30, basically. <laughs> so I feel like she might not want to come. But I think it'd be cool to be able to treat, like... Because I don't know if I want kids. I would... I, I literally just want to babysit my nieces and, and nephews. And then give them back. And then be, like, come here for four days. And or then five leave. days. <laughs> And then get out of my hair. Like, I'll pay for everything <laughs> while you're... To be able to, like, just yes. take care of them for that time that they're here. We'll go do a bunch of... Because that's the good thing about, like, L.A. is, like... There's so many There's things. so many things, like, for, especially for kids, like, to be able to take them and do. And just, like, take care of them and be, like, stop fighting with each other. Go home. Like... Yeah. You're out of my hair. Like, I'm, that many kids also scares me. I mean, I just was home and I was with my two nieces and nephew... And they're the coolest kids. I love them. Everyone thinks that their nieces and nephews are the greatest. But it's so different from my life. And, I, like, I was in shock. I was like, oh, my God, how do you live every single day? This is your life. Like, I told my mom, I was like, how did you have three kids? My sister has three kids. I'm like, I hope you don't think, like, this is going to be the same because... I was traumatized. Like, after 30 minutes with him, I was like, I'm deaf, I'm blind, I'm bruised, they hit me, they jump on me, they... It's like, I'm out of breath, and I'm visiting. Oh, yeah. Like, you're doing this daily. I don't You're know a how. crazy person. Like, I, why would you inflict this pain on yourself? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never. I love them, and they know. Like, I call them crazy all the time. I'm like, that's probably not how you should say or speak to your little babies yeah. but I'm like you're insane yeah. I can't yeah. but yeah I don't I don't know but they're all fascinated with Snapchat they all all love of them all. like yours mine oh my god Nico like will random like I'll get, randomly get Snapchats <laughs> of him like as the dog being like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I'm like what are you doing I just actually traumatized my nephew with the it was a scary dark uh-huh. filter it's for a new movie coming out mm-hmm. And it, like, puts his hood over and, like, makes your eyes all black. And then, like... When you open your mouth. Yeah, it was, like, something really scary. And he loved it, but then was scared. But then was, like, keep doing it. And so I kept doing it. And then he got, like, scared and would turn his his eyes away. And it was just, like, honestly the scariest thing. And the next day, I was like, oh, do you want to do Snapchat? And he just hid behind my sister. And he was like, no, not the dark thing. And I was like, you asked for it, though. Like... I'm not a parent. Yeah. I don't. If you ask, I'm gonna give it to yeah. you. So kids love repetition, though. Like I know. I feel like even if they're scared a little bit, they're just like repetition, repetition, repetition. I felt though that it was kind of like a rite of passage because I've previously traumatized my nieces. <laughs> I brought them on to the haunted house ride at an amusement park. My God. And. I was, like, pretty actually scared. I had gone on it, like, my whole life growing up, and I hadn't been there in years. And I was like, oh, you guys, it's fine. It's, like, fun. And we went in, and I was freaking out, and I was in the middle, and they were on the sides, and they were, like, hidden under my armpits. And I was like, 
freaking out and I was screaming. And my niece, like, didn't want to, like, talk to me for, like, months. Because you told her it'd be fine and you were I was, like, I was scared. And I was, like, it's not real, though. Like, it's all fake. But then it's, like, then you have the boogeyman and you have all these things, like, under your bed. And I still, like, weirdly sometimes think that there's, like, someone going to, like, suck me under my bed or something. Like, I don't even know. But... I was like, you know, it's a rite of passage. Like, you have to scare kids yeah. at least a couple of times, right. being the yeah. fun aunt or yeah. uncle, so. But you also have to spoil them at the same time. It's yeah, like, I buy them presents and candy and cookies yeah. and stuff that, like, my sister and brother-in-law won't. Yeah. So, by far, I'm always the favorite anyway, so. Yeah. Whatever. You win some, you lose some. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> Another thing about our crazy relationship is somehow every time we hang out, no matter what we do, <laughs> We, Food. O- we always end up eating. Every time. Well. There's never been a time. What about that time that I threw up? But we hadn't eaten prior, I think. Did we? Yeah. That was a crazy time. I think that was the only time that I threw up when I was But drunk. it was like eating and drinking. Yeah. So. <laughs> L bar. I know. Memories. Memories. Aww. So let's talk about our food relationship. Okay. Love um, that. So we have our restaurants. <laughs> We do have Which our... Which is like two restaurants, basically. Our two and go-tos. And they're basically... Cheese, cheese? and bread. <laughs> it's, it's cheese. It's cheese. It's cheese. It's cheese. The cheese. Cheese is cheese what holds us together. Yeah. yeah. Cheese, is what cheese is the glue that holds our relationship <laughs> yeah. It's not love. It's, it's cheese. cheese. It's just like that sticky, gooey, oh my God, I want pizza now. <laughs> uh, those moments, though, like... When you take that first bite of that pizza. It's like a, a relationship. It's it, like, oh, God. It yes. is. Like, when, whenever I have, like, good friends that I, that I, that I'm like, okay, I feel like you're going to be a good friend, <laughs> I, I'll be like, let's go to the best pizza place in the world. And they're like, no, I've been to better pizza. You don't know what and you're I'm talking like, about. shut your mouth. <laughs> We're going to Palermo. And then they'll be like a single tear dripping down their face as, like, they it's eat the best. that. And they eat, like, the first pizza that, like... Comes as the bread bowl. <laughs> yeah. that... You don't... So, at this restaurant, you don't get bread as an appetizer. You get a slice of pizza, which basically... Is their signature pizza their that signature is, pizza. like, literally crack cocaine. It's, like, four types of cheese. That's amazing. And, like, this pan crust that's, like... Crispy on the outside, but soft bread. Oh, my God. With their, like, homemade sauce. And she... Oh, my God. I can't even right now. Like, my <laughs> mouth is literally watering. The cheese to crust <laughs> ratio is, is, is spot on. It's perfect. It's, it's perfect. It's, it's, it's a Virgo's it's orgasm. So, <laughs> it's so amazing, though, because every time I take someone there, they're just like, why has this not been in my life? Yeah. And then everyone will text me and be like, hey, can can we go? And I'm like, well, I I have a commitment with this, like, other person. And then I have, like, so many people that I, like, want to take there. But at the same time, like... I like to think I'm the most important one you, that you take there. I think, but. I think you're definitely the, the, the person the that I've been there with the most. Yes. Um, Our cheese-bread relationship. Yeah, because you even... You even... We went that one time and we saw... Bethany and Jesse, yes. the ones who actually showed me yeah. about the place. It was a full circle. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, oh my God, the circle of life right here. <laughs> because I think Jesse took me there in like 2010. And I've been going, excuse me, I've been going there for like six years. I even had a birthday party there once. Oh my God, you did. And Tara got that other pizza. Damn. It's like, no, I tell you, we go to this restaurant. You have to. You literally get one item there. Don't get anything else because I've never had it and I don't, I can't. I don't want to. I can't can't back it up. (laughs) But this pizza is literally bomb.com. Like. I don't even understand though why we only do restaurants that are heavily focused in cheese because I'm lactose intolerant and I'm just like, (laughs) I want to get sick off of this. Like the pleasure I get eating it is worth the like eight hours of feeling like crap. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And then you have leftovers the next morning (laughs) and then you feel like crap again. Yes. And it's, it's, 
it's a whole cycle again. But at the same time, that pizza the next morning, cold. Again, perfect. It's like whatever temperature you are, you're just perfect. Speaking like, of, actually, <laughs> I have another cheese restaurant we have to go to. <laughs> okay. It's Forma in Santa Monica. Okay. And it's one of the restaurants where they put the pasta in the cheese bowls. Mm. And they stir in and like the cheese gets and hot it melts. and melts onto. Oh. Yes. Oh. We need to go to there. My God. I had their, what is it, like tortellini something in truffle oil and cheese. The first bite, I felt as if that is what a drug addict feels when they like get their first They're shooting like, up. Their first like I don't like what is that? The first like drop of whatever yeah. in their bloodstream and it's like your like eyes go crazy and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. That is how I get when I eat this tortellini. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Okay. Okay. There's, I mean, that's one of the good things about LA is like there's some really, really, really good restaurants here. If you have a food addiction, don't, LA is the place don't, to Don't be. move to LA. <laughs> no, if you have an addiction to food, do not move to LA. No, you should you, because there's so many amazing will get, Well, you will gain so much weight, but, but then you'll so feel bad about it because there's so outside. many pretty people. Yeah. I mean, you can eat a lot, and then you can also just, like, hike Runyon, or... Yeah. there. That's one of the good things, is there is a lot of, like, outdoor, like, free places to get exercise, because you can even... When I was working out with Jesse, we would go to Hollywood and Highland and run around those stairs there, mm-hmm. and you would run up, and then you'd, like go around and run up another one and go up and then run all the way down and there was like a private gym not far from from there where we would do like spin class and I just remember like those workouts I'd be like running around and you're like on Hollywood Boulevard yeah and you're like this is pretty I mean I feel like walking into my building and walking to my apartment is like a workout well, you, in itself yeah. you all you live all the way at the back I live in a building that has, like, 8,000 apartments, and that hallway is, like, two miles long. But there's also multiple hallways inside there, so you can get lost. It's a maze. It's a maze. I don't don't know who designs these buildings. Someone that wants you to stay fit. Yeah, or get lost in the... There's probably, like, a secret room in that building. A secret garden. A secret garden. A secret room (laughs) in that building where people are, like, being held captive. Maybe. That would be cool. Just go knock on all the doors and be like, just checking. Hello. Just checking. <laughs> just checking. Just checking around town. But, all right. I think um, that kind of does it for us. Um, Rude. Well, <laughs> is there anything else you want to add or you want to uh, communicate to everyone? You know, because we have so many listeners. No, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll be back. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. Um, Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Of course. Uh, We'll do it again, I'm sure, soon, um, because I don't have a lot of friends to interview. Great. Love it. I'm sure I'll get a lot of feedback of my nasally Jewish voice. No, you won't. You'll be fine. (laughs) Um, But thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Of course. XOXO.